If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The 11 to 1 Show. We did it. We made it to the last day of January. Spring is approaching. The sun is shining. I feel renewed and energised. Let's have something upbeat, shall we, to kick off? Here's Boy Meets Girl in 11 to 1. Oh, it's a favourite of mine. Boy Meets Girl kicking us off this Tuesday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp and text lines are open. Dada. I can't believe he said Dada first. This is what a friend said to me over the weekend. We were talking about her little fella and saying his first words. And it's a big milestone, isn't it? The first word. And of course predominantly it is going to be Dada and she was going on about this and annoyed about this and she says I'm the one who's always around him you know I can't believe he said Dada first so I kind of went into investigation mode about this because there's lots of different you know sort of I suppose research done into why babies say Dada and things like that and I thought it was because the D sound is kind of easier I th- <laughs> that's what I've said to myself anyway but apparently your baby's first word, uh, which is normally something like maybe bye-bye or dada, right? And it's always disappointing when you're the mum. However, there's a sweet reason why babies tend to say dada more uh, before ba- mama. So apparently, babies feel connected and bonded with their mums, of course. So they usually don't address them because they know that she's always around. Now, some people might think that that's adorable. And it is when they're very small. But then you get to my stage in life when your child, you know, is well able to talk. And then all you hear day in, day out is this. Mom, mommy, 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 mama, 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 ma, 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 mom, mom, mom. <laughs> my eyes twitching mom. at this stage now. Mommy, mommy, mama. Mama. On and on. Mama. What? <laughs> until, you, until you crack. Until you absolutely crack. So I told her, I said, listen, you know, silence is golden. Maybe it's not such a bad thing that he doesn't know how to say mama just yet. Because, you know, you get to my stage and that's all they know. And actually, the other day, so incessant was the mama that I turned to my son and I said, what's his name? And I pointed at my husband and he says, Dad. And I says, we'll ask him then. 
Bruno Mars, locked out of heaven. I know a story about him with Miley Cyrus. There's a connection between Miley Cyrus and Bruno Mars that I want to share with you a little bit later on. Uh, I'm getting a message in on 086-1800-658 from Julie. She says that this, and I can't believe this is your ringtone, Julie. This just seems like torture. Mommy! Mommy! Mama! Oh, God. Mama! Make it stop. Mama! Ma. Ma. Yeah, that's Julie's ringtone, she says, because, uh, but it's only the ringtone for her children. So she feels my pain. Okay. So when your children are ringing you to wreck your head, that's the ringtone that's coming up. I like your style, Julie. That is very, very interesting. You know, because it would make you snap, wouldn't it? That incessant kind of asking you stuff. They're always asking mom's stuff. They're never asking their dads anything, can I just say. Never. It's always the mothers. Anyway, uh, there is other ways, by the way, that you can release the tension in your life, not snapping at your children. Journaling. Journaling. We're going to be chatting about journaling a lot more calmer of a way to kind of, you know, relieve stress and mental strain in your life. You just jot it all down, all your thoughts. And uh, we're going to be chatting about this with Celine Brennan a little bit later on. Also tomorrow, I cannot believe it, it's finally arrived. It is the 1st of February tomorrow and there's lots of celebrations happening for St. Bridget. I'm going to give you the details of some of that after these. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring, here for you. Did you know that Drogheda Credit Union have mortgage options for a variety of homeowners and buyers? You can borrow between €50,000 and €350,000 from 5 to 35 years. Drop on into any of our branches and let's have a chat about your mortgage requirements. You can also visit drogheda.cu.ie for more on how we can get you moving. Drogheda Credit Union Group with branches at Drogheda, Eastmeath, Trim and Dunlear. Drogheda Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Take the chill out of your gas and electricity bill with FlowGas and get up to €300 Euro cash back. Choose from our variable tariffs or brand new one-year fixed rate tariff, giving you peace of mind from price increases for the next 12 months. Visit the FlowGas team at Scotch Hall Shopping Centre Drogheda until February 10th and see how much you could save on your gas and electricity with FlowGas. Terms and conditions apply. For full T's and C's and pricing, visit FlowGas.ie. The Marisa Foundation Intellectual Disability Service Provider are recruiting staff in all Midland counties and beyond. Meath, West Meath, Offaly, Leash, Longford, Kildare, Tipperary. If you are interested in a fulfilling career supporting people with intellectual disability and or autism, please come along to talk to us at our recruitment open day in Trim Castle Hotel on Thursday, February 2nd from 3 to 8 p.m. For further information, please contact 045-532295. Marisa Foundation, valuing life, helping people build meaningful lifestyles. The Diary on LMFM in association with Smiths of Drogheda, your main Ford dealer and Ford Transit Centre. For the best deal on your new 231 car or van, you won't beat Smiths of Drogheda, a tradition of putting you first. See smithsofdrogheda.com There's a race night in aid of SoSad Ireland on Saturday, February 4th at Stundalk Racecourse. Entry fee is €20 Euro and then includes admission, a chance to win €1,000, race card and donation to SoSad. Tickets available from SoSad Ireland dot ie forward
forward slash Greyhound Race Night. Mead Alzheimer's Cafe will return to the Pastoral Centre in Dunchoclin on Wednesday, February 1st. All families, carers, loved ones living with Alzheimer's disease or dementia are welcome to attend. Refreshments will be served and for more details call 087-188-178. The COPD Drogheda monthly meeting will take place in the Barbican Centre on Friday, February 3rd from 2.30pm to 4.30 with refreshments served. And the first meeting of 2023 of the Holy Redeemer Medjugorje Prayer Group will take place on Tuesday, February 7th at 7pm in the Redeemer Resource Centre, Dundalk. New members are welcome. The Diary on LMFM. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring here for you. A baby always says Dada first and I can tell you when they start saying mom it never stops says Magella. Have a nice day. Thank you for that Magella. I just feel you know the moms are getting the raw end of the stick because you know when they're all cute and adorable and everyone's saying say Dada say Dada over and over again isn't it gorgeous isn't it gorgeous and then by the time they say mom it never stops and it's always to do with sort of incessant demands and the dads just seem to get away with it. I don't know. Raw end of the stick. Not, I'm not impressed with that I'm really not anyway back to the music here's the weekend blinding lights on 11 to 1 there's the weekend with blinding lights and this weekend we have a brand new bank holiday and it's all uh, to celebrate St Bridget and there's a couple of things happening Louth County Council and County Museum Dundalk are hosting a free afternoon talk today so at 2.30 today and it's called Bridget Ancient Figure Modern Icon and it's going to be given by Dr Karen Ward so she is the author of Goddesses of Ireland Ancient Wisdom for Modern Women and she also recently released a children's book called Glory Glorious goddesses of ancient Ireland. So she's going to give an overview of Bridget's life and how it continues to have relevance today. Admission is completely free for this, by the way, and refreshments will be served afterwards. And you can get more details at the museum 042-939-2399. And tomorrow night, nationwide, an RTE1 is doing a special on St. Bridget and Fahert in County Louth is going to feature in it as well because that is the birthplace of St. Bridget and it's going to follow in the Saints' footsteps in Louth and also in County Kildare as well because the, obviously the two connections with the, both counties. So Blonid Nikofig is going to speak uh, to one of the organisers of St. Bridget's of Fahert uh, Festival to learn about the uh, Celtic goddess and Christian saint today. And on that as well, before Nationwide tomorrow on Late Lunch Jerry Kelly is going to be re- uh, releasing the second part of that feature that he's done all on the St Bridget's Festival as well so lots to celebrate on Late Lunch and right here tomorrow we will have the Wild Women Within they are going to be joining us they're hosts of the podcast Wild Women Within they're going to be joining us to chat all about St. Bridget and different things that we can do to commemorate her and celebrate her. And they're going to talk about St. Bridget's Cross and all of that as well on tomorrow's programme. But back to today, back to the music. Here's Niall Horan. There's Niall Horan on the loose on LMFM's 11 to 1. The Little Journal Project is going to be set loose into the world today. This is a project by life coach Celine Brennan. So she's been working on this for a while and uh, she's going to chat to us all about journaling because it's something that I've heard quite a bit about in the last little while. So is this just another craze? Are there benefits to this? We're going to find out with Celine after these. 
the 11 to 1 show. Journaling, it's been something I've heard a lot about in the last year or so, but is this another craze in the wellness industry or is there merit to writing out your thoughts? My first guest has featured with us on the show before. She refers to herself as a recovering perfectionist, self-critic and full-time doubter. After years in the personal training business, she'd shifted focus from helping people improve themselves physically to helping people shift their mindset. She's now working as a self-love coach and mindfulness teacher. She runs work workshops, she runs one-to-one coaching, she has a brilliant podcast, the Tuned In podcast and today she is launching the Little Journal Project. I'm delighted to have Celine Brennan back on the line with me. How are you getting on Celine? Good morning to me. Thanks a million for having me. Great to have you on the programme again. Now this morning I was preparing to, you know, for this interview and I was thinking how am I going to start this interview and I think the reason that perhaps myself and other people have a bit of a block with journaling is the word journal for me was associated with homework in school. So I had a bit of a light bulb moment, Celine, this morning. So perhaps this idea of writing down all my thoughts every day seems a bit of a chore. Would you believe I had a similar experience when I was starting back, I think it was, it was 2016, that for me, I kept a diary as a child and the way kids can perceive certain things, can you, it, was, it was quite negative. So when I went back to read back to my, my childhood journals in my 20s, it just wasn't something that was sitting with me. So I parked them aside and I, and I kept that memory with me. But what kept me wanting to to start a journal practice in my, my late 20s, into my 30s, was it would be the people that I was tuning into on social media, if it was books I was reading, podcasts that I was listening to, the benefits that I was hearing. And that was the drive for me. And I persisted through that block. So okay. I did. Okay, yeah. so so it's interesting that it has had a bit of a block for somebody like yourself as well. Now, when we say journaling, what exactly do we mean? Because this is not dear diary. It's different from that. It's different. So it can be seen. It can be seen as so many different things. But the way I voice it is in two words, Sinead. It's expressive writing. So it is. It there's so many different benefits depending on the style of journaling that you're taking on. But if it be to clear your mind to declutter what it is if you've got chaos within your mind, if you want to brainstorm solutions, if you want to simply get to know yourself on a deeper level. So the way I voice it is self-understanding, self-knowledge. Journaling is such a powerful tool for that. So when you pick up the pen and you get the the journal out, is it conscious or could it all come out in a big flood if you're in a bad form or if you're in a good form and it's you're enthusiastic about something? Do you kind of write out your thoughts if you've had an argument with someone like what kind of uh, triggers you to journal? For me personally, it all is for me, it was to, to brainstorm solutions. It was to get answers. Um, and again, it goes back to that if my mind is a little bit chaotic in the moment, the thing, the number one thing that works for me personally is a journal. So again, if it's, if it's an argument with someone or if it's not knowing, if I wake up in, in bad form and I don't actually know why it is, I will go to a journal. And more times than, than not, I will, I will get an answer. 
That's fascinating, isn't it? That part of it is fascinating because I did one or two exercises myself where I just kind of, you know, had this prompt as part of it, kind of an overall challenge that I was doing. I was like, oh, a bit sceptical about it. And I says, "Okay, I'll get the pen and paper and see what happens. And when you read back over it, you kind of go, wow, Yeah. hang on a minute. Where were you lurking in the back of my mind there? What is that thought all about? Absolutely. And that's that's where the power of journaling and that's what what I would call either emotional release or free writing, just allowing the pen to flow and just to see what comes from it. And it's, you know, what you can call in a pithy moment or aha moment that, wow, as you said yourself, like, where was that? How did I not see it from from that perspective? Um, And it just allows just allows calm to come into your mind again. Yeah, so it, it really does. It's hard to settle because that's what, you know, it's a, it's a lovely tool to, to allow you to understand the thoughts that you have, and you know, because your thoughts will build on your emotions and your emotions will bring about your behaviour. And for a lot of times, we don't understand why we're behaving the way we are. So if, you know, an everyday situation, example, maybe why you're snapping at the kids, why you're being mm. happy with your, with your work colleague. And if you can just take the time to pause in that moment and just allow yourself to verbally vomit on paper, you just you'd be surprised at what will come from it. I love that verbally vomit, absolutely. Yeah. And you're so right. You're, what you're saying there, you could be churning around all day, and you're kind of going, "What's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way?" And it's only when you kind of verbally vomit, as you say, down onto the page, that the answers will be revealed. Now, this doesn't need to be in a fancy notebook, Celine. This could be on a scrap of paper. One hundred percent. You do not need to go out and spend a lot of money in a journal. It can be a notebook, a copy book, whatever works. A sheet of paper, A4 paper, and get a pen and just allow the writing to go. Yeah, and like you know, you could read it back in, in you'd say in that instant to to get clarification on what's been bothering you. But this is not really something that you're going to look back fondly on, like a diary where you go, "Oh, look what I was thinking about then." Like more often than not, you know, a lot of these journals could be sort of buried in a in a locker drawer or something, building up, and it's just there, and that's where it is. It's more absolutely, and it varies. You know, this is the great thing, Sinead, with journaling that there's no rules to it you make it work for you. So if you want to read back on it, read back on it. If you want to throw it in the fire afterwards, do that. Uh, for me, when it comes to free writing, I will keep those journals. But when it comes to, let's say, gratitude journaling, I will, I just have a little, I'll have a little ceremony as such and I'll, I'll burn that journal when, when I'm done at the end. Okay. So it, it varies a little depending on what style of journal that I'm, I'm taking on. Well, it's funny that you've said gratitude because uh, we talk a lot about gratitude and it is the common denominator that keeps cropping up again and again when you read any self-help books or if you listen to any spiritual teachers. It all comes back to this simple yet powerful practice. Now, for me at the moment, it's like a thing that I run through in my head, things that I'm grateful for. But... You know, if then again, Selena, kind of becomes like this chore thing that needs to be done. And I'm not really feeling the essence of what it feels to be grateful for things. So talk to me about that, because again, like the journaling itself, this idea of practicing gratitude can be a blocker for people. It can be. It can be. Gratitude, unfortunately, is seen as a little woo-woo, a little airy-fairy. Yeah, totally. It, it is, and, I, and I do get it because like, I've had those conversations with people and they're just looking at me as if I have 10 heads I want to do. But for anyone that's listening to this conversation, 
it's just, it goes much deeper than that. It, there is so much science backed up with regards to mm. gratitude. And because of the world that we live in nowadays, you know, it's a fast paced world. We tend to, you know, there's a lot of, you know, negative everyday stresses thrown at us. If it be, you know, relationships, work commitments, traffic. Switching on the news. Yeah, negative. Yeah, it is. It's so true. And we we all do it. We all have an inbuilt negativity bias within us. It is. It's through evolution that our brain was created this way. Nobody gets away from it. It's just, it's trying to take back control that we don't lean towards the negative, that we can practice how to to weave in the positive. And that is where gratitude journaling comes in. Okay, so this is what you do. So you, is it, how does it work then? You, as you say, and I know it's very personal thing, so feel free to go in as much as you want to. You have kind of a ceremony around it. I mean, is this a first thing in the morning thing or an evening or how do you do it? So with regards to when I voiced about the ceremony, it's then I am finished with that gratitude journal. So okay. rather than because I'm quite an organised uh, person, I don't want to, to create clutter. So yeah. I just, I'll have, as I said, a little ceremony when that journal is finished. But on a day-to-day basis, for me personally, it is lasting at night so that my mind is settled before lights are out. There are people, I know people that will do it first thing in the morning. It is again, as I said, whatever works for you. And there are people that will voice what what they're grateful for and Mm -hmm. there are people that will write down. Again, and. Do what works for you. Yeah. But the only, if I can just give one little tip to your listeners, is that we, as I said a few moments ago, that we live in such a fast-paced world. Mm. All our main priorities, like work commitments and families and workouts and all of those things, will come to our to the forefront of our mind, and your your gratitude journal practice will be pushed to the back. So, if you have a visual um, clue such as a journal sitting at your bedside locker, you are more inclined to connect with that with that practice on a deeper level. And this is where your brilliant project comes in. This is the little journal project. You've been working away on this in the background for, for some time. It's, it's launching today. Now, this is not a journal. It's journal prompting. Talk to me about this. So what it is, so when a person purchases the little journal project, what they will get, sent to straight away to their email inbox is a downloadable ready-to-print file that showcases 100 of my very own journal prompts. So what a journal prompt is, it is a question or a statement that encourages the flow of writing. It gives you an idea of what to write of what to write about. Because the conversation that always comes up for me with people is that they don't know where to start. Yeah. So what I voice is that a prompt creates your starting point. So it's not. So what you will do? What I ask, what I ask people to do is to print out that guide sheet, mm-hmm. pop it in the back of your journal that you already have, your copybook, your notebook, and just allow it to be there. That when you go to write in your journal, that you can look at one of these prompts and it just gives you that encouragement um, to get started. Yeah, because and there's nothing like the fear of a blank page. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. But um, yeah, so it's just it's just as I said, it's just a simple project that I created solely for the purpose of people that are struggling with their journal practice. And, uh, you know, the, it's going on sale today for a ridiculously low price, can I just say, Celine? <laughs> you wanted this to be like, I mean, I'm talking under a fiver here, people. You wanted this to be very affordable for people. 
Absolutely. I just want to be able to create something that is affordable for a wider audience because the the real reason, as I said, is just it is to help people to start on this practice that I truly believe in. Truly, like like journaling has given me so much self understanding and self knowledge. Nate, I cannot talk about it enough. Um, and it's just like I said, I just wanted to bring it out to a wider audience, make it available to a wider audience. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic thing to do. And you know, look at you're you're one you're some woman for one woman, Celine. I mean you you, you do this one to one work, you coach people, you do talks, workshops, you're producing a podcast as well. I mean, you're hoping as well this year to branch into giving workshops and talks in, in businesses at corporate level. That's kind of one of your goals, isn't it? It is. It's one of my main goals. Last year was my first year that I um I would have been uh, facilitating mindfulness workshops because uh, my own personal mindfulness workshops. Whereas this year, now that I have that under my belt, I just, I want it. And it won't necessarily just be mindfulness, obviously. It's, yeah. it's well-being in the area of well-being. But to bring this into corporations, again, it just goes back to that fast-paced world that we are living in, the chaos that is in our minds. That is, And when the likes of just this one particular tool, journaling, that it can create a domino effect, a very positive effect in the different areas in our life. So again, it's just to spread it out to a wider audience. And, you know, companies that take on people like yourself that are promoting well-being within organisations, that's only going to boost morale, which then boosts productivity. It's a tenfold kind of domino effect doing something like this. So if so, if anyone's listening and wants to get in touch with you, how can they do that, Celine? They can email me at hello at com. They can check out my website at com. Social media, all my platforms are celinebrennanwellness. Fantastic. Well, Celine, happy journaling. Best of luck with the little journal project. And thank, thank you so you much so for much. joining us today. Thank you so much, Nate. Thanks a million. Celine Brennan there. I'm going to try it. I'm going to get this later on, this journal prompt. It's going to help me uh, try and kind of go on this journey of journaling to see, is it going to be a benefit to me? CelineBrennan.com if you want more information. The 11 to 1 show. Have fun at work day. There is a day where you're supposed to have fun at work. It's today. I'm going to be telling you all about it in the Northeast update very shortly. First, here's Robert Miles. Robert Miles, children on LMFM's 11 to 1. Be under no illusion. Every single day when I'm in here, it is not work. It's always fun. But there's some people out there and work is a bit of a drudgery for you. Well, today is Have Fun at Work Day. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 We're going back to 1961. On this day, 1961, The Misfits that premiered in, in New York City. It was the final movie for Clark Gable and also Marilyn Monroe starred in it as well. And today is Have Fun at Work Day. I'm not just saying this. How could you call this work? Sitting in here, playing music, having the crack. It's always fun. So today is about having a little bit of fun in work, okay? So it could be playing a game with your co-worker. Could be kind of slacking off if you want to. Don't say it into the boss. But it's about having fun at work. So have fun. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. 
There's Westlife. Hello, my love. On LMFM's 11 to 1. Three coats, two pairs of trousers, five tops, two dresses and a blazer. All the things I picked up at my very first swap shop experience. Hear all about it after the news. The 11 to 1 show. So many rumours flying around when it comes to the lyrics and true meaning of this song, including a connection to Bruno Mars. All will be revealed after we take a listen to it. Here's Miley Cyrus. Would you ever behave yourself? Apparently, this is what Liam Hemsworth said to Miley Cyrus uh, I think it was ahead of like a red carpet event and um, he just said could you behave yourself for once uh, apparently she wanted to kind of I don't know lick his face or something in front of the media this is one of the many rumours that are floating around the internet at the moment about Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth and their d- doomed marriage and this song Flowers which has just gone number one everywhere It has captured the imagination of fans all over the place. And really, it's an example of marketing genius. This is according to um, the creative director of Campaign Edge, uh, Dee Madigan. So she says the song has to be about Miley Cyrus's ex-husband, Liam Hemsworth. She says the lyrics are built a home and watched it burn. Their house did burn down, you know, as well. That was also. She also released the song on his birthday. Those things are not coincidental, she says. And then, of course, and one of the other theories that's floating around is that Cyrus uh, has flipped the Bruno Mars song When I Was Your Man and apparently reached out to Bruno Mars to ask him could she sort of lift this. And if you're thinking what was the song When I Was Your Man the lyrics will be very familiar to you. Here it is. I should have bought you flowers and held your hand Should have gave you all my hours When I had There you go. And of course, Miley Cyrus is, I can buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. I can take myself dancing and I can hold my own hand. Yeah, I can love me better than you can. And apparently she reached out to to Bruno Mars to ask him, could she kind of take those, you know, elements of that song and, and flip it around? So there you go. It seems to be fully directed at Liam Hemsworth and their doomed relationship. I mean, you know, hell hath no fury in all that crack. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Puss in Boots is out in cinemas this Friday. It stars Antonio Banderas as Puss. Antonio tells us why he thinks people love the character. The character came alive in the saga of, of Shrek. Puss, uh, came into that saga as a little bit mischievous and, um, you know, a a gambler in a way, but at the same time with tremendous honesty when it comes to actually friendship, for example, is very loyal. So there is this combination of, of things in the character that made him very attractive. Michael Jackson's nephew says he is humbled and honored to play his uncle in an upcoming biopic. 26-year-old Jafar Jackson, who is the son of Jermaine, will make his debut in the movie titled Michael. It will be directed by Antoine Fuqua, with shooting to begin later this year. 
Dijonas Brothers have confirmed their new album will be out at the beginning of May and there will be a tour later on this year. The American boy band made the announcement as they received a star at the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Reflecting on his career, Joe spoke alongside his brothers Kevin and Nick about the things he's grateful for. This journey has been a wild ride and we are so grateful to have the opportunity to share this passion for, of music for so long with the world. We've been through many ups and downs, but through it all, we have remained brothers and have stayed true to our passion for music. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. I saw the picture actually of Jafar Jackson and his uh, iconic look. He looks just so like Michael Jackson. It's, it's, it's unbelievable just in the movement and all of that. And apparently uh, prior to acting, he had uh, put music out in his own right in 2019 as well. He had a single, uh, was called Got Me Singing. And uh, apparently the producers of this, uh, it's the Bohemian Rhapsody producer, by the way, Graham King. And he says, I met Jafar over two years ago, was blown away by the way he or organically personifies the spirit and personality of Michael. So interesting. It'll be interesting to see what aspects of the life is it just going to be loads of performance aspects or what that they're going to do. But if you've got people like Bohemian Rhapsody producer Graham King behind it, it is bound to be good. There's a style council. Women with serious style assembled at the weekend at Maria Macklin's house our image consultant she opened up her doors for a very unusual shopping experience we're going to hear all about it after these the 11 to 1 show what if I told you I recently picked up three coats two dresses two pairs of trousers five tops and a blazer and best of all I didn't pay a thing for them. Sound too good to be true? Well, it is true. Last Saturday, I was invited to image consultant Maria Macklin's house for my first swap shop experience, a unique event that was not only extremely sustainable and great for the planet, but I also made great connections with the other women who took part in the event. Here's how we got on. Maria. I'm in your house. Thank you so much for inviting me, first of all. <laughs> Talk to me about what's going to happen today. Why am I here? Well, we're doing a clothes swap amongst my clients who know each other, who've met each other virtually through the pandemic and now have made connections. And so every once in a while we gather here and they bring the clothes that they're no longer wearing for whatever reason, mostly because they found out they're not right for them, so they're sitting in their wardrobes. They don't really want them to go out to a charity shop or to somewhere where they don't have an eye on them because we all have a psychological attachment to some of the things in our wardrobe. And for those clothes who are, which are harder to let go, if you see somebody else wearing them, cherishing them and valuing them, then it's easier to let them go often and you know that somebody else is getting the wear that you weren't getting out of them. So we do a clothes swap um, and I'm kind of the facilitator. So I'm the clothes matchmaker, I call myself. So we put all the clothes onto a rail and everybody sits around and I match the clothes to the person and they go and try them on and they have to come back and let us see so we can learn why it works or why it doesn't. 
And that's the gist of it. And it's great fun. And it's about connections as well as the clothes. But it's, it's a sustainable thing to do. It really is. And there is so much clothes here. Like, we can't move with all the clothes that people have. These are all things, as you say, they don't work for them. Or maybe they've just kind of fallen out of love with them. And it's about swapping them around to each other. So, Sustainable, which is your middle name. Talk to me again about some of the statistics because there are far too many clothes in the world. Frightening. It's frightening. And we're, we continue to buy and buy and buy. We have 400, we are buying 400% more clothes than we did 20 years ago. We, if we put all of the unworn clothes in wardrobes in the UK on a clothes rail, the unworn clothes, that would stretch from London to New York and back two and a half times. There are enough clothes already on the planet to, to clothe the next six generations for the next 120 years. And the disposable clothes, in inverted commas, aren't actually disposable because they are exported. We export the problem to third world countries and we are littering their, those countries with our cast-offs, with our Christmas pyjamas, with our one-off purchase that we wear once and then we throw away. And it's, we, it just has to change. We all have an, an obligation to understand, educate ourselves on the clothes that work for us what we need to be wearing and what we shouldn't be wearing so we're not buying them in the first place. Okay, so I've gone through my wardrobe with all the stuff that I know now no longer works for me, hoping that it'll go off to a good home. So what should I be looking out for now as a winter? What kind of colours should I be going for? Well, your colours are cool blue-based colours. They're very sharp. You need high contrast. They're quite bright. So for someone like you, it takes a little bit of courage sometimes to step into those. Oh, massively. Yes. And you do it bit by bit. So you start at the top and you might get yourself a few really good bright scarves. The compliments start to come in and you think, wow, this does work. And then you get a little bit more adventurous. It's like wading into a pool. You start in the shallow end and you move to the deep end. And before you know it, you're wearing all of your colours all of the time and you can't imagine how you ever did anything else. Okay, so let's get in there and take a look and see what we can back with. <laughs> okay, brilliant. And, and I'm sure, I have no doubt that you will walk out of here with some fabulous things for your wardrobe. Yeah, the first one I've pulled out actually is one that didn't come from me, but it came from one of my sisters and she is spring. And it's a little bit, the green is a little bit cool for her. So I've actually decided that Audrey, that might be right for you. So I'd love you to try that on. It's a shift, plain shift, so useful. It suits so many clothing personalities because it's what you do afterwards to this that will make it yours. I would love to see that in you. And do you know what I'd love to see it with? That jacket you brought that I think you need to bring her back home again because I don't think you need to. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try that? Okay, I, I have a few mistakes that I bought. These are, they're a winter colour for a start. I bought them online from a second hand. Somebody, some kettlebell person was selling them. They are a size 12. They're from Mango, but they're incredibly skinny on the leg. If anybody has a skinny leg, they're coated. They're lovely. They're, they're brand new. They're, pro- they're probably mine. Just I had my eye there just Did as you? soon as you... Did you? <laughs> as soon as you took it off. Okay. So we've taken a little break from shopping. I'm here with Kynwin. Kynwin, how are you getting on? Grand, grand. Thanks, Jeanette. Tell me, first of all, how did you meet Maria? How did you hear about her? Well, a friend of mine had had her colours done and kept telling me how great it was. And I kept going, I'm fine. I don't need this help. It's great. Um, and so she eventually got fed up with me and she bought me a voucher to go and get my colours done. So that was how, by chance, Maria happened to be very close to where I live. So that was kind of how I ended up here. Um, and that was about four or five years ago now, maybe even a bit longer. Okay, so you sat in the magic chair, as I have, and it is completely magic. Describe what it was like when the colours were sort of going on you. How did you feel? Because it's like, 
It's so weird looking at the colours that completely don't work. Yeah. Yeah, I could, some of them I could see, funnily enough, and some of them I, I couldn't see. And she decided fairly early on I was in autumn and she was putting these colours on me, a lot of which I wouldn't have worn. Couldn't see any impact of any of them. And then she put the olive green on and I went, oh. <laughs> and then she put another olive green on and I went, oh. <laughs> and so then I could see it. And then, and, but um, even by the end of the session, I was still going, are you sure? Yeah. Are you really sure? It yeah. takes time for yeah. it to click, doesn't it? It yeah. really does. So you're in autumn. Describe yeah. then what colours that you can actually wear. It's probably easiest to think of autumn leaves. Yeah. So greens, browns, oranges, yellows, which was a struggle for me. I'd never really worn yellow. Um, and then sort of warmer colours like tomato. And there's also very pretty colours like coral, um, teal, and some, some shades of purple, sort of like Cadbury sweet wrappers sort of yes color. Love, I love that I love that so you came today to the swap shop this has been so exciting exciting for me because it's just clothes everywhere which is amazing yep. have you picked up anything I have, I have a lovely jacket off Maria which I'm delighted with because I'm looking for new jackets for work um, and then yeah, there may and may not be other things I think the last time I didn't do terribly well I maybe come out with three things which I have worn um, but it kind of depends as well on who else is here and what else they bring. Um, but it's, you know, some people have been doing very well out of it. Some people have got five or six things. And it's fascinating to see when something is wrong for one person and yeah. you put it on somebody else and suddenly you know, something that looked very ordinary suddenly looks fantastic. And so Maria is here guiding us through, yes. which is great because there's yeah. some things I went, oh, I'd love that. And she's like, oh, yeah. it might not work for you. And yeah. she's totally right. You have to take what she's, what she's saying to you. And would you have shopped, you know, in secondhand stores before? Would you have done something like this before meeting mm. Maria? Yes, I've done, this is, this, well, I suppose the third one actually I've done with Maria because she did a sort of informal one before. Um, yeah, I would always have swapped, shopped a bit secondhand. And then when I got the colours done, to avoid making expensive mistakes first off, I, you know, I would have got a good few things from secondhand shops. And then more recently, I got interested in the sustainability side of it and the fact that actually there are already enough clothes in existence. We don't actually need to buy new ones. Now, I don't buy everything secondhand, um, but a lot of my tops, a lot of my jackets are, are secondhand. This stripy top here is, is pre-loved. I got this online. It's lovely. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm here with Eileen, who I noticed as soon as she came in the door, she's in the most striking pink, fuchsia pink, is it? Suit. It's absolutely stunning. And she's got the bling and everything going on. So you are somebody that definitely has had a colour consultation with Maria. What was it like for you before meeting Maria? Would you have been somebody that would have liked strong colours like you're in now? I had my colours done not with Maria initially. I, okay. had, I had my colours done, how's a colour representative in Ballyclare, about 28 years ago. And then about six years ago, my sister found Maria and it was wonderful to meet somebody who could help me to update while I had my colour and style done. I embraced my colours, but I did not embrace my style. And then with Maria, I had advanced colour done and advanced style. And that brings it to a whole new level. For me, it elevated my knowledge of colour combinations, number one, but also my knowledge of style. So now I can very easily go into my wardrobe and pull outfits together. And And, uh, talk to me about the style part of it, because Maria has been throwing around some terms that I'm only just wrapping my head around, like romantic and this kind of stuff. So what's your style that, like, say, the label on it, let's say? The label on my style is natural romantic. So the main area is romantic. So you're going to see a lot of bling on me. You're going to see a lot of of flamboyance. 
and uh, it took me a long time to embrace that because okay. because in, initially I rejected my 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 style uh, analysis and I did not obey the rules uh, a lot of my clothes would have been quite classic quite f- uh, very fitted and I wouldn't have gone bling but since since coming in in contact with Maria it has definitely expanded and exploded yeah and you're <laughs> loving it because like you just exude this confidence and it just works so well on you whereas on somebody like me it wouldn't work as well yeah. so, it's, so it's fantastic so talk to me about the swap shop you brought half your wardrobe <laughs> which has been brilliant for me <laughs> yes well I brought I brought things that possibly I had worn and maybe I had got 30 wears out of yes you know and I, I just thought well somebody they're not just done yet you know somebody else might love them as well and uh, yeah I've uh, I've definitely loved the swap shop because like I've, I've while I brought quite a number of items I've also gone home with quite a number of items as well and I love what I have now in my car ready to go home so talk to me about one of the things that you you picked up here because there was so much that was going back and forth yes (laughs) oh my goodness I have quite a number of items Um, some lovely pink gloves with pearls on the back oh they will definitely (laughs) go into the right home that's for sure with yourself yeah yes so um, I definitely have enjoyed the experience today and it's wonderful to see my items going to good homes and similarly for me to take away things. It's absolutely fabulous. Okay, so I'm here with Sheena and Sheena has a gorgeous coat. You have a lovely jacket here in your hand. That is so unusual. Now this has got sw- pink suede and a little bit of, what would you call that, tweedy, tweedy kind fabric. of? fabric, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Are, you lo- are you loving it? Yeah, I mean, Maria picked or held it up and I looked at it and I was like, I loved the colour initially. Um, but I love the mix of the fabrics as well and as soon as you put it on you know I didn't even look in the mirror I was like oh I like this loved the length of the arms and of course the support from the ladies in the back were saying how fabulous it was Um, and you do it really does make a difference when you put the right colour on and you look in the mirror and you just feel okay because now you learn through getting you know getting your colours done um, that you know the colours that don't work for you yes. it is and as you say when you walk in the room talk about the confidence boost from all those lovely ladies in there <laughs> and, and the good thing about it is as well is that if something isn't working on you you know you, they're, they're very nice about it but they'll kind of say no the other one look better yeah. or something like that so it's not all a yes group you know yeah. um, which is good as well you know kind of gives you confidence knowing okay well, they'll tell me if it looks good or if it looks bad you know so that's yeah. that's great in that sense too Maria I've had an amazing day I've gone out with like about five coats I don't know how many tops I've got dresses I am astounded I was not expecting that first of all and not only that I've gotten my clothes have gone on now to very happy owners it's just such an amazing feeling but it's not just that you've gone out with five dresses you've gone out with the dresses that are right for you and the jumper that is right for you and when you put them on and when you walked into the room and all the women went wow you just know that that garment belongs on you that's the key and your garments belong on somebody else and not everything got a new home some just didn't work for the people who are here today and that's okay too so and would you recommend it then for people because a lot of the people that have been chatting to today they've done secondhand style you know before would you recommend that people get together with their friends and family and do this totally if they have if they know what works for them and if they know what suits them absolutely move the clothes around so they don't end up in landfill that's what we're trying to not do or so that you're not buying something else instead Well, Maria, thank you so much for welcoming me into your house and for an absolutely amazing Saturday. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming, Jade. It was lovely to have you.
was absolutely a brilliant day. It really, really was. And I'm actually sitting here in a lovely jumper that I picked up from Eileen, who featured in the in the piece there. And it's just fantastic. It's a, it's a big confidence boost. It really is. I have lots of people on Instagram and on the message here asking me, where is the swap shop? OK, look, it was one of these kind of one off things that Maria does for clients. OK, so... If you want to get involved in it, Unlocking Your Style, that is going to be the place that you have to go on Facebook, Instagram. You can see what Maria does there. No doubt she will run another one. But I would encourage people, if you have a group of friends and if you're thinking, do you know what? I have loads of stuff in the wardrobe that I never wear. It doesn't fit me. It might go well on somebody else. And the idea, OK, it is great to obviously give to charity shops as well. But why don't you get your friends around, maybe have a couple of drinks or have a nice afternoon like we had and swap the clothes around because as Maria is saying we have far too many clothes in the world and we don't need to be buying new stuff and a swap shop is such a great way to move the clothes around you get new stuff the other thing is you don't have to put your hand in your pocket at all and things you know are are moving around and and it's it's this circular economy for for clothes so I highly recommend it The 11 to 1 show Seems to be a new craze among actors wanting to buy football teams. I think it's all kick-started from Ryan Reynolds. But now it seems that other celebrities are jumping on the bandwagon. I'll give you the details of a story I've come across with regards to this. Just after some more music, here's Daniel Bedingfield. It all started with Ryan Reynolds and he surprised so many people taking over Wrexham uh, football club and apparently on the back of that he has his takeover of the football team has triggered a jobs boom in Wrexham which is fantastic fair play to him and the team is going from strength to strength now there's even a whole documentary about it and all the rest of it but now all the celebs are jumping on the bandwagon it seems in terms of wanting to buy a football club or a football team or invest in them including none other than Ashton Kutcher he revealed this uh earlier this week on the BBC One show he was obviously there with alongside Reese Witherspoon they've got a new movie coming out together here's what happened a big United States soccer fan <laughs> which uh, nobody can hate United States soccer That's right. because we're uh, <sighs> we're never in the in the final do you watch Nashville SC the team no I, 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 ha- I, I have not watched an MLS game yet okay uh, but um, I do watch Premier League and I actually came very close to investing in a Premier League team okay. in the last month, but I I just what stopped you? What the idea of like I if you want if I own a football team like yeah. I want to go watch the matches all the time like, and and like I'm like do I have time to fly yes. to <laughs> K back and I, forth I, like every, yes I'll go with you I'm never gonna be able to do we'll that we'll take all our kids it'll be the best time but it yeah. works for Ryan Reynolds it does. There you go. Worked for Ryan Reynolds. And now these guys are jumping on board. And apparently uh, Reese Witherspoon said she could be tempted to invest in Arsenal. They are her favourite team. There you go. Jerry Kelly be delighted with that as well. They're promoting their film, by the way, Your Place or Mine. It's out February 10th and they star as best friends Debbie and Peter. They swap their homes for, for a week and get an insight into each other's lives. That could open the door to love. It looks like exactly the kind of movie that I want to see definitely in the run up to Valentine's Day and of course our man Niall O'Brien will have all the details of that movie in real reviews later on in the week Uh, but for now I don't know Ashton I think you should stick to the acting gig 
LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Jean Curry Shop and Bar Equipment require a service engineer in the Drogheda area to apply email jean at jean curry. So that's g-e-n-e at jeancurry.com. Customer perception slash optimum results are expanding their team and looking for a client account administrator for customer perceptions and a receptionist slash administrator to manage both businesses and the business centre. To apply, visit customerperceptions.ie forward slash careers. The Alzheimer's Society of Ireland are recruiting a nurse manager to be based in their Whistlemount daycare centre in Navin. To apply, please submit a full and up-to-date CV to recruit at alzheimer.ie. And RD Coach Trim are looking for an experienced fabricator slash welder to join their busy team. Uh, they are based in RD. For more information, contact Patricia on 87 189 one two four one. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. The best music mix around. Yeah, there's Pink Walk Me Home and I'm just seeing here that she is going to be releasing new music very, very soon. Ninth studio album set for release February 17th. Uh, the first single from it's going to be called Trust Fall. I'll give you a little taster of it after these. The 11 to 1 show. It's been a while since we've had some brand new music from Pink, but we don't have to wait too much longer because February 17th, she's going to be releasing some new music. Trust Fall is what the first single is called. Here's a little flavour of it. I like, I like it. Oh, I'm going to have to wait though now for another little while. But there you go. New music on the way from Pink. Now back to a little bit older, but it's Lewis Capaldi with Forget Me. Are you the next Lewis Capaldi? Well, if so, we want to hear from you because as part of Irish Music Month this March on independent radio stations across Ireland, we want your original demos now. How do you do that? Well, you can email us an mp3 to irishmusic at lmfm.com. Ie. There's a chance to win €10,000 of a prize fund. Get your record release and he- have your music played on the independent radio stations. It's all part of Irish Music Month, supported by Hot Press, IBI and BAI Sound and Vision on LMFM. Today is pretty much the last day, so get those demos in. Irish Music at lmfm.ie.
There's the four of us finishing out our show today. Thank you so much to all the guests and to you for listening in. Have a great Tuesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.